Hello, Freedom Fighters. And Freedom welcome Fighters! To welcome, <laughs> welcome to the live here on Facebook, the Australian property investors, but also um, the Positive Property Podcast. We're there as well. Now, Absolutely. if you're watching live, type in hashtag live and also hashtag replay if you're playing a replay. Today, we're going to talk about and look, if you're watching the replay, type it in because I like to I like to see who's watching and that way, you know, I've kept my eye on you. Now, Absolutely. elections, what impact do they have on the property market? Well, actually, the elections are over now and what impact is Labor going to have on the property market? And that's more what we're going to talk about today. We, let's hope he makes it easy, Albanese. That's right. So, um, <laughs> so, um, so Albanese, right, that surname is from southern Italy. Correct. And the reason it's called Albanese is because when the Albanians went to southern Italy, they gave them the surname Albanese so they could tell who they were. So that's Absolutely. his descent. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now, Belinda, you're dressed up today. Well, I thought elections, um, I thought, well, I'll get a bit regimented. Hello? No, now, no. Guess what, guess what movie I'm going to go see tomorrow? Type it in. Get involved. I thought yeah. I'd make a bit fun tonight. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing wrong with fun. Definitely. Absolutely. So, Good to have some fun. Absolutely. So, I yeah, enjoy- elections. What's the impact it's having on property market? Unbelievable we'll clarity. We'll get to that in just a minute. But what we're going to talk about is um, we're going to talk about elections and what impact it's got and what Labor are doing and things like that. But the thing is, the one thing I want to talk about is um, recently I went and had some amazing Wagyu. And I'll tell you the story because it's funny because what happened was I'm going overseas next week. Yeah, they sell some amazing Wagyu at the South Melbourne markets at the organic meat place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, you're paying like $150 a kilo or something ridiculous. Yeah, so I'm going overseas and what I wanted to do is I wanted to buy a beautiful steak for Christina and have dinner with her last night. Lovely. So I went to the, I went to the butcher and I saw this beautiful T-bone and I bought that. And then on my travels, I walked past another butcher and saw this ribeye. Right, So the, the T-bone was like $39 a kilo. Then this ribeye was like $52 a kilo. I bought that and I'm thinking, ribeye, even better. And then yeah. I went to the dentist across town and then I, I went and thought, I'll go to um, my favourite little food land up at Drake's Foodland, whatever it's called, um, Fruville, Foodland Fruville. Fruville. I love that place. Anyway, because they got Wagyu and I went there and I saw this Wagyu, $120 a kilo. So I wow. grabbed that. Yep, yep. I grabbed that because, you know, we recently had Wagyu when you came over. Yes, and we then, did. And then they go, oh, we've got this $300 a kilo Wagyu on special. Do you want that? And I'm like, okay. So I got upgraded from, you know, around $30 to $300 10 times all in a matter of a couple of hours. Yes, and fantastic. I tried the Wagyu and it was worth it, definitely worth it. Hey, look, we're here for a good time, long time. You might as well enjoy every moment. So, guys, um, I've got a question to ask you. What does money mean? Mm. Right? I, I was thinking about this the other day, and you know me, I think about different things. What does money yeah, mean? We've, po- we've posted this in our private group a couple of times as well. Well, actually, actually we posted it today. Oh, did so we? I haven't had a chance. Right? Go, go I've been busy read, all day. You go in and read the comments, please. Okay. All right. I will. All right. All right. All right. All right. So did you post hey, anyone, anyone listening, if you want to just type in the chat, what does money mean? What does it mean to you? What does money what, mean? What is money? Okay. What so is had money? Comments. Shall I go through them? Yeah. All right. Awesome. 
Um, money means work in a portable format, a medium to buy assets that produce income. That's it. That's what he's written. In my humble opinion, money is energy, which is taken various symbols and forms since ancient barter systems to Bitcoin today. Yep, just read a few of the more interesting ones. Um, choice. Choice. Money, financial assets, which equals financial freedom equals happiness. There you go. So, look, people have got lots of different things about money. And someone said the root of all evil. I just, I just had to go root of all evil. evil. Yeah, exactly. And someone just said here, Facebook user, freedom to choose my path, which is great. So, so many different words for the same thing. Correct. So, what is money? Well, it means different things to different people. Now, the fact of it is, there's this thing called a limiting belief. And what happens is, when you're younger, and this can happen, because, you know, um, this can happen um, when you're younger, you know, maybe you, you heard your parents fight over money, right? Oh, or, yeah. Or maybe your parents struggled over money. And the thing is, I mean, have you heard this saying, the root of all evil? Yeah. Right? And sometimes what happens is, if your parents or people around you are fighting over money or struggling over money, you end up with the wrong limiting beliefs about money. And yes. therefore, your brain's not open to it. And what happens is, and this is the weird part, like, you know, most people that come along to our program, you know, they're like, oh, my God, I didn't think I could do this. How many people say that? They didn't realise they could become successful. I mean, we've, got clients, we've got clients that have, um, you know, I've, I've got, we've got a lot of clients, a lot of members around Australia, but we've got clients that thought, or, and not just thought, but couldn't do anything. Yes. And now, and now they've got four or five houses. Correct. Because what's happened is they've kind of, on a mindset level, but also for financial civil, they've put themselves into like um, almost like a like a dead end and they've, yeah. they've stuck there. They're just stuck. Yep. And, and luckily they reached out and yes, they had to correct. talk to one of our coaches and worked out that actually um, they can do something. Now the thing is, so most people, and this is the biggest thing, is mindset. That's the number, number one thing you've got to work on is a money mindset. Money so mindset. what is money? I'll tell you what money is. Oh, are we going to pull some out? Yes. So this is money. But why is this money? There's a piece of plastic with some dye on it. And for the American friends, it's probably cotton with some dye. But the, deal uh -huh. is, the reason this is worth $100, I'll tell you why it's worth $100, is because the government said it is because I can swap this for a hundred gold coins, or I could swap it for five twenty dollar notes, or I could swap it for something that's valued for a hundred dollars, and that's why. But really, it's a social construct, and we all just believe in it, and yes. that's why it is. So it's it's based on trust. Now, you take a fifty dollar note; it's the same plastic, right? Different color, but it's not the plastic or the dye that's worth more or less. It's what we believe it's worth, and this is only worth half the amount. So it's interesting how it's a mental construct, and that's why you really got to get the game of money and really get your mindset right. Good evening, Kathy. Mindset is the key, absolutely. You've got to get your mindset right, and you've got to get a money mindset. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, money is not the root of evil. And, you know, a lot of people say money doesn't bring happiness. Well, I'll tell you what. If you don't have it, 
people with money are happier than people with no money. And I believe what happens is people that say that, you know, there's some people that go, oh, I'm not interested in money. They're just saying that because they're insecure about it. And really deep down they want it, but they can't get it. Yeah, but, correct. You know, and I see money as a tool. I mean, we're building a school in Cambodia. Now, we couldn't do that with no money. I could send them lots of um, spirituality and lots of prayers, but nothing would happen. We need to actually send them money for them to do that. So yes. your relationship with money is in proportion to how much success and wealth you create. Yep. Do you want me to say that again? Say it again, Sam. Your, your direct relationship with money is going to is exactly what sort of money you've got in your life and everything else like that. So you need to get a good um, relationship with money. Yes. That's the fact of it. Because if you don't... You need to start dancing with money. <laughs> Do the waltz. Yep. Enjoy Dance it. Money, enjoy it. Exactly. Enjoy and it. Have you fun know with that. That's right. I think, I think I, it gets to a point where if you kind of worry about it, it kind of takes over. But if you kind of stop and just get back to what makes you enjoy yourself, you know, and you get your own personal abundance, it kind of comes as well. Yeah. And the fact of it is like, this is the fact. A lot of people were saying before, you know, avocado and lattes were stopping people from investing in property. <laughs> that this is true and also untrue. So yes. the fact of it is, with your bank account or your savings, is like a bucket. Yes. Right? And all you, each, each time you have an expense, you're putting a little hole in that little bucket. And avocado is another hole, and so is lattes. Yes. And at the end of the day, you need to have less going out than going in in order to save. Because to start investing and start to create prosperity, you need to save. Yes. Now, there's a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Great book. And they say 10% of what you earn is yours to keep. And what they say is pay yourself first, as in save your money first, and then use the rest for the expenses. And I did this from a very young age, and it has served me for the rest of my life. Yep. Now, I know I say you can't save yourself to wealth, but you can save yourself to jumpstart into wealth. The only yep. way to make wealth, to create wealth, is to invest yourself there. Correct. Because investing is the only way to do it. It's having that little diving board to jump in. That's the right. Bounce, the little bounce to get in. That's right, because that's what it is. It's about getting investments that can create cash flow, and cash flow supplies the fuel for you to live and do what you need to do. Absolutely. Everything else like that. Excuse me. Sure. How's that Wagyu going, George? I had a little bit of Wagyu before. You need a little burpees. Burpee <laughs> <laughs> burpee session. That's right. So I'm off to LA next week. So yes, anything from LA, fine. say hello. Let me know if you're in LA. Yeah. I'll come you. Reach out um, say hello to Georgie in LA. I'm curious, guys, what should I do? Who should I meet in LA? I'd love to know. Great. Oh, look, I, I think there's a couple of great restaurants that I can definitely recommend. I'll put it into an email. Fantastic. Actually, um, a friend of mine from 30 years ago, I caught you, up. You've, with, you've been to LA before, though, right? Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. Only, so only you've done the touristy time. stuff? No, no, no. I, was, I, actually, I went to LA to study um, psychology and hypnotherapy. And what I did is I was in Newport Beach. Uh, and stayed there. I yes. was studying at the University of California. It was good fun. It was good fun. Had a great time. Good times. But this time around, I'll be I'll be there for a bit longer. Yep. So I'm planning on going to um, America, LA. Then I'm going to stay in the States for a few weeks. Then I'm probably going to the Cayman Islands. 
Mm. So it should be lovely. Yeah. Nice. So, okay. So let's go back to how was Labor getting elected going to impact the property market? Yes. Okay. So so Labor are wanting to help because there's a there's a massive problem at the moment. One massive challenge, one massive problem in Australia, and that is we've got a lack of properties, lack of dwellings, and it, it, it is turning into a crisis. Yes. It seriously is. The rents have been going through the roof and keep going up. We've opened the borders. There's more people coming back in, and we have got a property. We haven't got enough properties for lots of different reasons, but we don't have enough properties. There's a lack of supply, and there's too much demand. And both parties, in the infinite wisdom, decided to fix that problem by giving people more money to buy property. Now, this is the deal. It's a supply and demand problem. And the problem is we don't have enough property. Now, if you give people more money to buy property, is that going to fix the supply problem? No. Actually, it's going to make it worse. So this is the deal, guys. Listen carefully. You know, Labor coming into power, and Liberal will be the same because their policies, they're going to make the housing crisis actually worse through their policies, not better, by actually helping people buy more properties. Yeah. Because that's not the problem. There's not a lack of people wanting to buy. No. There's just not enough properties to buy. Correct. So what we need to fix this massive crisis, what we need to do is fix this before we end up with people in the streets. Because, you know, we don't want to be like America and England where they've got a housing supply issue, they don't do negative gearing, and therefore there's lots of people living in the street. Yeah. We don't, we don't want that. Um, right? we, 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 as Australians, we should be proud and we should really try to house everyone. I yeah. really believe in that. I think, you know, we're, we're – give everyone a fair go and let's just, you know, do what we need to do. And I think what's happening is this is just going to exacerbate the housing crisis. It's not going to make it any better. It's going to make it worse. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, one thing that you'll – you know, you experience when you go to America, and I know that I experienced it when I went to San Francisco, was in certain areas of the cities, um, it's everyone sleeping on the streets. It's, it's really sad, you know, with their, their system. So, you know, I feel like Australia's kind of, you know, got a little bit more sorted with its health system and things like that. Now, look, Australia's got a lot of great things and we've become the richest country in the world. High five, yes. Hey, yeah. high five. Okay. Also, we, I mean, we are considered the lucky country as well. And we I mean, certainly are. And, I mean, I love Australia. Yep. But, but we're, we're also the highest, one of the highest taxing countries in the world. But you've got to pay yeah. to be here. And it's worth it. And it's worth it. But I think um, I love Australia. I think it's great. But I also want to travel the world and explore too. Yeah. And so, look, every, I think every time you do kind of world trips, and I know for me, I went away for two months and saw 17 different countries. I saw so much culture, but it made you realize how much you love home, you know? So it's a, it gives you that appreciation as absolutely, well. Absolutely. Yeah. So. The fact of it is, Labor's not going to help the supply issue. And now, I don't know what's happening with them trying to increase wages because... There's a so, hole in your bucket, dear Labor, dear Labor. There's a hole in your bucket. How are you so, going to fix it, dear no, We just talked Henry, about buckets. So, so the challenge is, guys, and look, <laughs> and I really don't understand this stuff's not that complicated. I don't understand how the parties, political parties, get this wrong. But, you know, and I'm, I'm, 
I'm all for people earning more money. The challenge yeah. is if you put in, if you put income wages up, that creates more inflation because then businesses need to increase prices to pay for these people, and it just keeps going. It's a never-ending cycle. Because the challenge is, I mean, we've got over seven hundred thousand businesses in Australia, and a lot of them are just barely scraping through. Yeah, absolutely. And if they get wage rises, they're going to be in trouble. You know, Correct. and the thing is, like, what happens is when the Liberals come in, right, what they do is they cut everyone's wage and cut your tax. Yes. When the Labor come in, they increase everyone's wage and increase the tax. Yes. So both strategies don't actually work that well. But you're damned I, if you do, you're damned if you don't. <laughs> but I prefer actually cutting taxes to create more prosperity for everyone. That's just me. Yes. Right. Correct. Now, also with Labor, what's happened recently, Australia's been a two-party system for a very long time. Yes. Liberal, Labor, Liberal, Labor, Liberal, Absolutely. Labor. Absolutely. Whereas oh, this one, this yes. one, I, I did yes. see that. So you got red for Labor and blue for Liberal and then you got teal for the Independents and yes. green for the Greens. Yes. Now, both Lib Labor and Liberal lost a lot of votes and yes. Labor only got 30% of the vote. Yes, I know. So what, I know. What they, what they are, what we call that is a minority government. Yes. Right? And basically the independents have come in and they're taking power and we're becoming more of an interesting mix here in Australia. And look, sure I, I think that's a very healthy liberal democracy. Yes, absolutely. Right? And But I just wonder how it's going to work for creating policy, creating change and actually helping the country go further. Yes. But, but basically, it's Labor's going to find it very difficult to have their own agenda. Yes, because they're going to have to get a lot of independence to prove it and make it go through Parliament. Yes, absolutely. So I think Australia is actually leaving the whole two-party system and becoming a little bit more even, Stephen. When you look at uh, America and places like that, that's just like two parties, that's it, where we're becoming a very different to that. So I'm interested in how that happens. Yes, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, some interesting um, thoughts on that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So what's going to happen to the property market? Okay. Come on, Mr. Mr. Guru, sorry, a.k.a. Australian Authority. Okay. Do you want me to call it? Do you want me to call it? Do you want me to call it? <laughs> yep, you know, call it. I love calling it. I've been doing this for 25 years and I'm going to call yes. it again. Let's go. Okay. Properties are going to double. Yay. Okay. Even. If interest rates go up, yes. You know, do you know? To um, pre-COVID, or before interest rates went down, we need five rate rises just to be back to where we were. Wow. People don't get that now. People could afford their mortgage then, right? That's the fact of it. Yeah, it's good to put it in that perspective as well. Yep. You know, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So it's interesting. But the fact of it is, I'm saying it and I'm calling it, property is going to double. Yes. In the next seven to ten years. And I've been saying this for the last 25 years in a row every year. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because in any given point in time, in around about seven or ten years, properties double. And I know that because I can look at that, right? Yes. And that's the fact of it. 
And yes. 20 years ago, right, we had a massive property boom and we had 22 rate rises in six years. Yes. And they've still doubled in value. Yes. Yeah, people listening to this, can you believe that? 22 rate rises. So we need five to catch up to where we were. And 20 years ago, we had 22 in a row over six years. And That's property, crazy. property still doubled. So the fact of it is, all these scaremongers out there saying interest rates are going to go up and property is going to chicken little. Mr. Chicken Little is out there again doing their thing. Yes, absolutely. And I'm here out doing my thing and I'm telling you, property is going to go up, especially with lack of supply and everything else that's going on. It's going to be crazy. So yeah. I really believe that, you know, this first boom, the COVID boom, was unexpected. Yes. And pretty good. But you know what? The next boom is going to make this boom. This boom's going to make this, the next boom's going to make this boom look like a warm-up firecracker. <laughs> strap you, strap you, strap your seatbelt on and get ready for the ride. Strap yourself in because that's what's going to happen. Now, we've got four minutes to go for our show. Ooh. So okay. If you want to ask questions, you better ask questions very quickly. Questions. Um, I did notice a couple of comments come in. One gentleman said, um, uh, "They all they care about is votes, not the property market." Yeah. I think I think you don't realise as well, but a lot of politicians do invest in property. <laughs> they do, and no, no. Look, they they certainly do. They all certainly do. do. All of them do. No, all of them do. All of them do. And because of that, they're because always going to they, make they, they know right. the Mikoski method. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I've got an announcement. Guys, I'm actually looking to work with a handful of private clients starting before the end of this financial year. So for people listening to me on my podcast or here on Facebook, the question is, would you like to work with me? And if you do, type in hashtag private and I'll get my team to reach out to you and see if we're a good fit. I'm only looking for a handful of people, but what I want to do is before the end of the financial year, I want to help people get their finances straight and get that's it happening. That's great. So people that are interested, just type in hey, hashtag that's private. a really good opportunity. So make sure you jump into the chat and, and put your uh, put your hand up for that. So excellent stuff. Yeah. So that's it. So the election, that's what happened. Property prices are still going to go up, so don't worry. I don't think there's going to be much of an effect in the economy. Let's hope they fix that hole in their bucket, dear Labor, dear Labor. Oh, <laughs> I reckon they'll be fine. Yeah. Right? I think they'll be fine. I don't think – I'm not overly worried. Yes. So there you go. So, guys, thank you so much. I'm lo sending lots of love. Yes. And virtual Very hope. Oh, wait. Virtual we're sending what? Tonight, tonight we're sending – I did this thing this morning. I do meditation every morning. And what I did this morning, I did this. Um, it's um, basically um, it's a called loving kindness. And what you do is you meditate and you think of someone that you care about, and you send them love and kindness, and you wish them well. And I actually went through and did this for all our staff this morning. So I'm wondering, out of our staff, have you ever felt anything this morning? You know, Thursday morning, have you felt something? Um. You said you felt something this morning. I felt a little bit of something. Yeah. So Very early in the morning. I, I love meditation. I think it's great. So, guys, what I want to do is I want to send a loving kindness virtual hug out to all our members, all the people listening and watching, because we love you so much. And guess what, guys? Uh, Next time I come online, I'm going to be coming online from LA. So yes. 
I think it's going to be, be awesome. That'll be Look, awesome. You got to do it, Georgie. You got to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Even if I have to get up. What time is it LA now? Let me have a look. Let's have a look at the time difference. LA, it's two in the morning. I'll just be getting home from clubbing. Perfect. Ah, fantastic. You either have to set your alarm or just go all the night through. I'll probably set my alarm and probably do it when I first get there because I'll still have the old wake. Yeah, you know what? That's the thing. How do you stop jet lag? I've got to find it out. So... Someone said, George knows his stuff. Thank you so much. Bradley, thank you very much. Guys, everyone, thank you so much. We're out, over and out. We're going to go live with our members in our shirt, our weekly Correct. shirt. We'll do that. Cheers. Bye-bye. Excellent. Have a great night, guys. See you next week. See you. Same bat time, bat channel. Yes. That's it.